Hey, 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 I'm back at it again, except this time recording live from ATL, also known as Atlanta, Georgia. I am here for another episode of Excuse Me, I'm Speaking. Yes, yes, um, this is your one and only, the host that does the most. She is Twinkle. Round of Yes, it's she is Twinkle. You can also call me Twinkle, call me Antoinette. It doesn't matter as long as you're calling my name. That's all that matters to me. All right. So on today's episode, you heard it in the beginning. You're not getting this recording live, but I am recording from Atlanta. So you can just assume and guess what today's topics are going to be about. But I got a lot of good juicy stuff I've gathered on this vacation here. So let's just dig right in, shall we? Okay. So let me begin by saying this trip that I am on right now for business and pleasure, you know, traveling is good for the soul. So anytime you go on a business trip, you should also find some pleasure in there as well. Do something for yourself. Okay. But I am a strong believer in the fact that everybody needs a vacation. You need to get out of your home state. If you are listening to this recording and you have never traveled outside of your home state, please put that on your bucket list for 2023. Get out of your comfort zone because that's what you're standing in, your comfort zone. It's good to go out and see the world, get new experiences, and sometimes it makes you appreciate home a little bit more. All right. And I'm going to dig into that, too. But (laughs) let me begin by saying I'm going to be honest with y'all. Traveling is the absolute worst part of traveling, okay? Let me say that one more time. The actual act of traveling, whether it is on your way to the airport, whether it is on the airplane, whether it is finding an Uber or whatever, packing your bags, that is the worst part of traveling. So if we could just teleport from place to place, that would be awesome, but that's not possible, So with that being said, it stresses me out, okay? Yeah, and I wanted to be optimistic, but you know, you never know if the plane ride is gonna be bumpy, if it's gonna be packed, if there's gonna be enough seats. Like who who out there else worries that like they're not gonna be able to sit next to the person they're getting on the plane with? Like I'm going on a trip with my husband. I wanna sit by my husband, but it's possible it could be too packed. Who else worries you're gonna get stuck behind a crying baby? All those things go through my head, okay? So, but with good reason. So it's exhausting. Okay. The entire act of it, it is a lot, but we just wanted to make it through. So our experience this time around, we flew good old Southwest Airlines. Okay. And I have a bone to pick with that. Now, I'm going to be honest and start off by saying, There's Southwest, Delta Airlines, and a bunch of other airlines that you could fly. Now, if I'm being honest, most people fly Southwest because the two bags fly for free, and it's typically the cheaper ticket, okay? Then you get the rewards points and all that. They even got like a, I know a lot of people get like their credit card and you get a bunch of reward points and sometimes free flights and all that. Great. (sighs) Yeah. I don't care at this point. I'm going to pay more money because Southwest has pissed me off to the highest level of pissivity. Let me explain. So 
First of all, Southwest has this policy. If you check in 24 hours in advance online to your flight, then that is the likelihood that you will get a better seat. Okay, you will get a better seat because you will have a higher boarding position rather than if you wait till you get to the airport to check in. Now, the boarding position is important because Southwest doesn't have assigned seating. They have open seating. So some people think that that's a positive. I've learned this time around on this trip, that's a negative. Okay, usually I can avoid this um, seating fiasco because if our kids are on a trip with us oh well we get to board with the family board and we got little kids so we get to board right after the first half of the a group boards this time it was just us so i set the alarm on my phone i cl- i checked us in one minute after the 24 hour mark to um check in in advance one minute later we were group c The third group, okay, (laughs) group C, seats like boarding positions 11 and 12. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you know that there was each group has 60 people? So there was 120 people plus that went before us. And it was a packed flight, mind you. So the likelihood of us not even having a space to store our carry-on bags was very high. If there's no space for your carry-on bags, then your bags have to get checked. Frustrating, okay? So that was already a bit stressful for me. But thank God, okay, he made sure that we were in the back of the plane and we were right next to each other and it was all good. Okay. So, but it was a very long wait and it was very frustrating because I got up 24 hours in advance and made sure that was done. Well, come to find out, um, there um, is an option on Southwest to, I guess you can check in 36 hours in advance if you pay $15 more per person. So you're telling me in order to get a decent spot and you'll automatically get checked in 36 hours in advance. In order to get a decent spot, I need to pay an extra $30. Okay, well, then I could have just paid an extra $30 on another airline for a better seat. And I would have known what my seat was. This is stupid. Okay. But yeah, let me not get on that because that's my own personal woes. And I don't want to bore y'all with that. Okay. So since we are Rapid Rewards members on there, we wanted to use like our, our points or to gain more points. So we did the flight through Southwest Airlines, and then we also have um, a flight um, back, and that's going to be a layover. I don't prefer layovers, but whatever. Then we also went forward and we did um, our rental car, So, but we also connected that with our Southwest points so that we could earn more points. When I tell y'all, first of all, any of y'all that have ever traveled to Atlanta, their airport is gigantic. Like it's freaking huge. (laughs) You can easily get lost. Sometimes the signs are a bit confusing and you get your bag and then you're like, okay, where are the rental cars? I don't know where to go, where to look. And it's just like swarming with people. So you don't know who works there or not. Okay. So the rental car center is on, is like a totally different building aside from the airport, but you like have to take like a shuttle to get there. (sighs) Okay, so you're carrying all your bags and it's not like a driving shuttle. It's like one of those like tram tracks or whatever. So we get to the rental car station and I'm like, okay, so which, which company did we go with? Because all these lines are long because you have to check in to, um, with the rental car company to get your rentals. 
So we did it with Thrifty, the longest freaking line, okay? Y'all, we stood in this line for an hour, okay? One hour. It may have been more, okay? But let's just round this to one hour. (sighs) While we're in the line, one of the um, workers there that works for Thrifty let us know, hey, we have a shortage of cars. In other words, There was a huge storm a few days ago and we rented out all our cars and none of them are back now because all of those people are driving states away to a different like location. And so who knows when we're going to get the cars back. So it's possible you could be waiting anywhere from one to three hours for your rental car. Bruh. (sighs) Yeah, I do not want to hear that. Okay. First of all. We didn't already done all this, have to check in a security like with TSA, got on the airplane. We was in the seaboarding group. We finally got there. I was super tired. I'm hungry. All this stuff. We had to go to the rental car center. Then we get here. I'm hoping we don't have to wait long. We've been in the line for an hour. And then you tell us after we check in, we're going to have to wait another hour to three hours. And there's no food places inside of the car rental center. And the only way that you know that your car is available because there's no texting system, you have to literally sit in the car rental center and wait for them to call your name. So if you leave to get food, they will pass your rental car to somebody else and they will just try to call your name again once you're around. Oh my gosh. So we're very frustrated by that. We sit there, wait for another hour, and luckily they called our name so fine um we get our rental car i do my little thing i take a video of the entire um exterior and interior of the car because y'all are not about to be hitting me up with no damage fees no cleaning fees i know how i got this car i took a video of it and i know how y'all gonna get it back because i'm gonna take a video of it before we give it back y'all not playing me okay that's the tip for y'all to use travel hacks okay so We leave, get out of there. It is not four o'clock, so we couldn't check into our hotel. So fine, let me fast forward because I don't want to get like too much into all my other stuff, okay? So fast forwarding into it. So the flight part was already frustrating because of our boarding group. The rental car, we had to wait ultimately two hours, okay? Now, the hotel, because we decided to do Southwest Vacations. So Southwest Vacations is inclusive of the flight and you can book your hotel through them. But Southwest is the third party you're put, you're booking it through. So we thought all in one, all inclusive, you know, it would be fine. We'll get some more rewards points and we could even use a little bit of our points as like a little like discount. Okay. <sighs> yeah. This was very frustrating and I will never do it again. And I do not advise that anybody uses Southwest Vacations, like the package for anything, because they provided the worst customer service in the world. So we get to our hotel, what we thought was our hotel, where uh, the conference was being held that we were going to. And it was the Westin. Y'all was all fancy. The little um, valet guy kept coming up to our car. We're not paying for valet, okay? We travel on a budget. So we were like, okay, um, yeah, no, I'm not giving you the keys. Okay, well, we're just like parking right here just to go inside. Okay, well, you have to give me your keys. No, well, what's your name and what's your room number? I'm not telling you none of that. So you can give me a, a, um, a bill? No, no, just give us two seconds, okay? 
So we end up going inside trying to check in. They can't find our name. They We realize, oh, you guys have booked a room at the other Westin Hotel, which is the Westin by the airport. You did not book it at the Westin downtown. You know, downtown, it was like real bougie in there. It looked like real rich. And I was about to be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm sure they got robes in these rooms. I'm about to be like relaxing in luxury. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna turn my phone off. It's gonna be all good, okay? Not exactly. So we're like, they're like, okay, well, you know, you could try to go to the other Westin and just get your room transferred. So we had to drive 20 minutes away and we came to this other Westin. Totally different. Okay. Now, mind y'all, when I hear the name Westin for a hotel, I'm thinking luxury, like I'm about to be in like some bougie vacation, like type of living. Okay. And that's because the Westin, let me, okay, let me be honest with y'all. When I heard the name, the Westin, I really heard of it from, um, two chains and Kanye West song birthday song. Okay. So in Kanye's lyrics, he specifically refers to the Westin by saying, she said, how about I get you jewelry from the West end? How about she hit, hit the Westin and get her best friend. Okay. So he's saying the girl wants him to buy her jewelry for her birthday from the West End. Okay. And he's saying, how about we hit the Westin Hotel and you bring your best friend. Okay. They do what they want, whatever. So I'm thinking, okay, well, Kanye, he is bigging the Westin up in a song. Like he ain't gonna go stay at no Motel 6, Motel 8, whatever it's called. So obviously like this is a hotel where the rich people would prefer to go. And that's what it looked like from the first Weston we went to. We came to this one in like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. It is like polar opposite, y'all. We had to switch rooms three times in here because it was a hot mess. And the first room, it was just, I felt claustrophobic. And they had a stain on the floor. And it looked like a juice stain, but they weren't about to charge me for that. And I felt like they could have cleaned it better. So I requested another room. We walk into the next room it smells like straight like a mixture between smoke like actual like cigarette smoke and like marijuana smoke <gasps> oh no <laughs> like I can't take a picture of that like y'all not gonna believe us and then you're gonna charge us a smoking fee so no switch us rooms again so I suppose third time's a charm they switch us to a different floor I was good with the room whatever we ultimately had to settle on this room because the Westin didn't want to be helpful and transfer us to the other hotel. And Southwest Vacations, after being on the phone with them on hold customer service for hours, they ultimately told us there's nothing they can do. So, like I said, Southwest sucks, okay? From car rentals to, because um, the, there was no benefit in using them for the car rental, to um, the boarding group that we were in to the hotel it was just absolutely horrible they were not helpful I am like big on customer service and the fact that they would not provide customer service them or the Westin it frustrated me okay because I've learned working in customer service in several different jobs like don't tell me what you can't do tell me what you can do okay 
I am obviously a frustrated customer. Like I'm needing your help, your assistance. I don't live here. We didn't realize it was registered at the wrong hotel. You're telling us because we went through a third party, it's not that simple and there's nothing you can do. Then the third party, they barely want to answer the phone and they won't help us. It's just very frustrating. And we had already paid for the room too. So we would have just like not gotten a refund. It was frustrating. So yeah, I have learned from this that the Westin is connected to Marriott. So it is another type of Marriott hotel, which typically Marriott isn't bad, but maybe we should have went with the Hilton because we're Hilton Honors members and we don't ever have these type of problems with them. But I digress, whatever. So to wrap up my Southwest sucks, segment okay there were some quotes that I had recently heard from Sam Walton so Sam Walton is the founder of um, Walmart okay so whether you like love or hate Walmart you can't lie and say that it hasn't been successful and it's not everywhere and it's gonna take a lot to shut down Walmarts all over the world okay so it is a staple in today's society so there are a few quotes that he lives by which probably has determined a lot of the success of his company so to start with uh, one of the quotes i wanted to share was uh, of sam walton's was the goal as a company is to have customer service that is not just the best but legendary hmm i didn't receive that okay next one exceed your customers expectations if you do they'll come back over and over give them what they want and a little more okay that makes sense and i got none of that last quote if you don't listen to your customers someone else will okay let me say that one more time if you don't listen to your customers someone else will now that someone else can be a whole nother company because they decided to do business elsewhere. And without your customers, you have no company. I know that you need your employees, you need your managers, you need your bosses, you even need the CEO, but none of those people will be employed without the customers still supporting them, which is why you should listen to your customers and exceed their expectations, okay? Also, social media will listen. So word of mouth, it travels very fast. And social media, there's just so many different outlets that people can go to for free, okay? You don't have to call your local radio station or publish something in the newspaper. You can tear down a company's name in 2.5 seconds based on your personal experience because you felt like you were wronged and they did not take care of the customer because nobody else wants to go through those experiences. So, yeah, that is a message out there for Southwest and the Westin, the one that I went to. It was very frustrating, okay? So, oh, yeah, I need to woosa, okay? I gotta move on to the next subject because they, I get mad thinking about it. All right, yeah, so moving on. So when I travel out of state, I typically com like mentally complete like a comparative analysis. In other words, like I compare different things in the state that I've traveled to compared to my home state. So naturally, I'm going to compare like the weather, the traffic, the food, the shopping, and like most of all the people, because people are different in every state that you go to. 
I live in the Midwest and I'm learning the Midwest is probably the most like friendly part of the world. Like we give each other personal space. We don't stand within so, so many feet of each other. And I believe that was even before the pandemic as well. Whereas other places have a lot more people. So they're like overly crowded and they will like bump into you or push past you. There's no excuse me. Like they're not going to always hold the door for you. Like they make eye contact with you. It ain't going to be a smile. It's going to be like, a, okay, what you're looking at. <laughs> so that's what I've learned. And so typically in the States, they have a lot more people such as like a, a Texas or a Chicago or oh my gosh, New York, uh, there is no such thing as personal space there. So, um, but Atlanta is like full of people as well. One thing that has never changed from each of my visits here to Atlanta were the number of black people that are everywhere in Atlanta specifically. Yeah, the Atlanta airport, it, it is mostly black people mostly black people in working positions there um a lot of like travelers i've never like seen so many of my own kind in one place until i go to the atlanta airport and so at every single business i've gone to here as well too i just see like nothing but black people which isn't bad but they do business a little differently down here okay and i'm gonna get into that okay but I've had some good experiences. I've had some, hmm, that's not how we do it at home experiences, but I'm gonna dig into that, okay? So um, I had said weather. So the weather, with it being Atlanta, I know a lot of people refer to Atlanta as like hot Atlanta, and that's probably the case in the summertime, but with this being January, I didn't expect it to be hot at all. Now, um, it is like freezing at home in like, Kansas and Missouri but in Atlanta it's cold as well too so I'm glad that I brought my jacket but it wasn't like below freezing here so now the traffic the traffic is definitely different from home so when you experience traffic at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday weekend you are like what where are we going? Like, is it an event going on? Like, why is there so much traffic? There is a lot of traffic. They have highways that are like six lanes wide and every single lane is full of cars. There has been, let me see, construction and two accidents since we've been here. So the likelihood of you traveling somewhere and your travel time increasing by an additional 15 minutes is extremely high because of the number of accidents because some people are driving super fast. Some people, there's like so many different um, exits, whether it's on the right side or the left side. There's a lot of merging lanes. You can easily get lost. At one point, I didn't know if I was going right or left and I had to like pull into the median because I did not want to get lost again. So it is definitely very different and a lot busier than in the state of Missouri or the state of Kansas. And it definitely made me appreciate home by far okay so now beyond the weather and the traffic y'all what did I tell y'all I was hungry at the airport so the moment we left the airport the first thing that was on our mind since we couldn't check into our hotel yet was food okay we needed food so I researched online and I said what food is Atlanta known for so I don't know what website this was, but it was a whole lie because the first thing that came up was barbecue. 
um, excuse me? <laughs> like, I'm from, like, Kansas. Like, we are known for barbecue. We have, like, several great barbecue spots. Nobody is touching Kansas barbecue. And that's not even a biased statement. Like, a lot of other people will tell you that as well, too. But you know what? I'm going to let it ride. I scroll past that part of the article. Let me go to what they're second best known for, okay? What they're known for is soul food. So I started searching soul food restaurants. They had a million of them. There were so many different reviews. There were pictures. I didn't know like what to choose from until finally my husband was like, okay, let's try that one place that a lot of people talk about in Atlanta, Slutty Vegan. And I'm like, okay, so it's vegan food. I've never tried vegan food, but this is a vacation. It's a new experience. I want to experience new food. I don't want to go off what everybody else says and pictures on Instagram. I want to see it for myself. Yeah, so we were so excited. So um, we drove to Slutty Vegan. Yeah, if in, more than anything, if you are in Atlanta, I would recommend going to Slutty Vegan simply, and you don't have to be vegan to go there, but simply for the experience of walking into the place. So we park our car, we walk up the street. As soon as we walk in the door, we are greeted by the lady at the cash register and the entire kitchen staff. The moment we walked in, they were like, we got some sluts in the building. Hey, hey, slut, hey, slut. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you feel like you're like being punked, like, but everybody's so excited. They're beating on the counters, like they're making noises. I felt like they were like hitting pots, like, and they're all like excited, like, and they're like, what can I do for you today? Like, they're so happy that like you're coming in and like they're um, ready to provide you with good service. So I'm big on customer service, like I said. So I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> so my husband, he literally walked back out and walked back in just so he could record their greeting once again. Yeah. So that was great. So once you get that greeting and they're like, oh, everything on our menu is great. Okay, you should try this burger. This burger is called the One Night Stand. This burger, burger is called the Menage a Trois. I'm like, these are very interesting names. But I guess the restaurant is called Slutty Vegan, so it makes sense. So we decided to get the Menage a Trois burger. Okay, so yeah, I'm letting y'all know this food comparison that I'm doing. I've never tried a vegan restaurant in my home state. So this is my first time, okay? So the burgers come with fries, and then we got a drink. I got a cream soda. They said it was vegan, but it had just as much sugar as like Coca-Cola. Whatever. I'm on vacation, so I'll drink it. So we get the fries and the menage a trois burger. So we got the menage a trois burger simply because it came with bacon and shrimp, but it's vegan bacon and vegan shrimp, which, and then the, the vegan, like, beef, I guess, which vegans don't eat meat, so I thought this was going to be interesting to see what this tastes like, okay? So, yeah, I eat one thing at a time, so I ate all my little fries first, and the fries, they weren't bad, and I am, like, a fry lover, connoisseur. I compare fries everywhere, it's like really hard to mess up fries, but they were seasoned well, really well. So I can say that I can vouch for the fries on their menu. Now this menage a trois burger. Hmm. Y'all, I love Slutty Vegan for the experience, okay? But not for the burger. I'm going to be honest with you. Now my husband, he finished his burger. Mind you, we were starving though from the airport. 
I took one bite of my burger and I was like, oh, maybe I'm not hungry. Let me just wrap it up and eat it for later. Like save it for later. Okay. Later on when we were at the hotel, I tried to open it up and I tried to look through it. Like, let me just like taste a piece of this shrimp or this bacon. Cause that's really why I got this burger, like this $15 burger. Yeah. You heard me $15. Okay. Yeah. Vegan is just simply not for me. I've come to that conclusion because I want real shrimp. I want real bacon. Okay. I love shrimp and I love bacon. I don't even care about beef like that. And like all three of those like fake pieces of meat were just nasty. And it was just not going to work for me and the way that my taste buds are set up. Yeah, so y'all vegans out there, like, I guess more power to you. Like, I would just be eating, I don't know, if I was vegan, I feel like I would just eat carbs all day because what? Like, what? That was disgusting. Like, but that's just my opinion. Like, I know what shrimp tastes like, and I want the shrimp to taste like shrimp, like with all the seasoning and all that. Like, I want it to have just the right texture, like, just the, and then for the freaking bacon, I want it to have the right thickness or crunch to it. Like, come on okay I want the real pig I don't want a little fake like stuffed animal pig because that's what it felt like I was eating okay but I'm gonna let it be vegan is not for me but if vegan is for you try out slutty vegan and even if it's not going for the experience get a banana pudding or something they tried to sell us that Mm, that was like an extra five dollars it was already doing the most these burgers is 15 dollars like let's just chill okay we got other places to try okay so yeah that was my food review for that if you guys are interested in trying that on your own. So now let's fast forward to later on that night. Yeah, so it was late at night. The hotel had already frustrated me. So I was like, you know what will make me happy? A little bit of retail therapy, okay? I am the type of person I can go and walk around a store and window shop and that's retail therapy for me. Or I can go buy a candle and that's retail therapy. I will feel better about myself, okay? After getting horrible customer service, I just wanted to just not think about the chaos of the traveling for the day. So I know we passed Ross earlier on that day. So if there's one Ross, there has to be like 50 more because let's be real. That's how Rosses work. Okay. There's never just one in the state. So I know that Ross, the good thing about Ross is that they're always open late and that's in every state. Like the latest they're going to close is like 10 or 11 before the pandemic. It was midnight. Okay. So I put in from, um, in the GPS, the local Ross that was next to our, uh, hotel. So when we are pulling up to Ross, y'all, I saw something that seemed very unreal to me. I saw TJ Maxx, Ross, and Marshalls all in one line. Are you serious? Like three of these um, like discount clothing stores, that they, they actually sell a lot of the same um, like clothing products, like all of that, and they are in a row. Okay, that is, that was like unreal to me. Okay, so especially because TJ Maxx and Marshalls are owned by the same company, TJ Maxx, Marshalls and Home Goods, and you have TJ Maxx and Marshalls literally right by each other, like um, T, um, Ross was in the middle of it. It just made no sense to me. So of course, we're like, okay, well, let's go in a row. Let's start with TJ Maxx. At this point, yeah, it was 925. 
We didn't look at the hours on, on the door or anything. We just was trying to get in and get out. We've been in the store. We walked around for two minutes and we heard an announcement like they're about to close. I'm like, oh my gosh, but they close at 930. Maybe they're saying they're closing at 10. Okay. Three minutes later, it was 930. And this, one of the workers in the store was like, uh, ma'am, we're closed. You're going to have to leave. <clears throat> Excuse me? Like, Yeah you're gonna have to leave the man was already at the door he was like locked it and he's waiting so he can let people out and they're looking around like you can't walk no further in the store you need to get it to going like they ready to go home like oh y'all different types of workers <laughs> like I've been in Marshall's late at home before and if there's still people in there they give them another like 10 to 15 minutes to shop but I guess y'all like and it was only black workers in the store and like, I know when I've worked in retail store before, I'd be like, I'm ready to go home. They're not going to let us just put these people out. But in Atlanta, oh, it's different. It's basically like you ain't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. And that's exactly how we felt. They found my husband, too. When the man was looking at me like you can't walk no further. I was like, um, I'm trying to find my husband and we will leave because I was irritated because he said it like very rude. And there was like no such thing as customer service in his mind. So whatever. I was like, cool, I'll go to Ross. I will take my business elsewhere, okay? So we go into Ross. They had a whole bunch of nothing. I mean, it was a lot of stuff, but it wasn't nothing different from what we have at home. I wasn't like itching to buy anything, but it was just a good experience to go in there and look. We attempt to go to Marshall's. They was already shut down, lights off, no workers in the store. Like they were already at home. And it was like 15 minutes later, like ain't no such thing as cleaning up the store and all that. Like, no, we out of here. They got the last person at the store at 930 and they were gone. So we didn't get a chance to go in there. But I thought that was very interesting. So while we're leaving out of the parking lot, we see the Juicy Crab restaurant. So I was like, OK, they got a Juicy Crab here. We have a Crazy Crab at home. Like this is I can maybe I can get like a shrimp boil bag. Like this is interesting. I'll have to keep that in mind. And then I look over and I see OLG and I'm like, are you serious? They got old lady gang over here. Yeah. So OLG is called Old Lady Gang. It is a soul food restaurant that is was founded by Candy Burris and her husband, Todd Tucker. So Candy Burris, of course, she's like one of the singers in the R&B group Escape. But she was also she's a real housewife on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So I watched that show then, like when they were creating the whole idea of Old Lady Gang. And um, the last time we came here, um, I actually was able to try like one of the things on their menu. Um, but I also tried the rib tips and they were fire. And that's what I wanted. So I was like, oh, let's go over there. So we like parked the car. I'm all excited because, you know, it's like 950. It's Friday night. I'm able to go up there. I like don't see any hours of operation on the door, but I open up the door and the security guard got up immediately and was like, oh, yeah, uh, they closed at 930. I'm like, oh, the door is unlocked. Yeah, they closed at 930. So like I can't like order anything to go. Nah, the kitchen closed. OK, so y'all are serious about this 930 mark here in Atlanta, like. Y'all don't care if it's like, and that's all black owned business too. Like y'all like, no, we going home. Like y'all can come back another day. Like that's our customer service. Like, no, like I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting. But in my eyes, this is a restaurant on a Friday night 
and you were closing at 9.30. Where they do that at? I guess only in Atlanta. Whatever, yeah. So we ended up getting checkers, fast food, and we went back to the hotel, yeah. So that was my take on that. So I didn't even get to try that food. Okay, so let me fast forward a little bit more. Um, the next day I ended up, um, I wanted to um, just look at like a nicer part of town um, just to see what it was like. I saw a few TikToks for people that like, um, shopped like in Buckhead so I just wanted to get the experience so I went to what's called the Buckhead Loop so that was like a nicer part of town and there was shopping over there yeah there was a TJ Maxx and I'm like okay so I go in the TJ Maxx yeah they had um like they sold of course like Michael Kors bags and all that like they do in Kansas but they also sold like Kate Spade bags um in the jewelry section they had like 20 to 25 different like Invicta watches men's men's and women's they had um Mavado watches they had coach they had Lacoste they had Citizen like they had but they had like a plethora of them and I was like oh wow okay um like you maybe can find that at home but it's like one or two not like 20 of them like it's normal and they were like all pretty good prices too so I'm like okay this is different from being at home so there's that yeah so after I left there I wanted more food I was like determined to get some good soul food yeah so what did I have to do I had to travel to the hood yes I had to go to JJ's chicken and fish it was connected to a gas station it looked a little suspect on the outside but on the inside the food it was good okay so you can only order to go you cannot sit inside there's literally no tables i go up to the counter i asked the lady i said okay so i see um you have two different meals one comes with perch and chicken and then one comes with tilapia and chicken i know what tilapia is but what is perch she said oh okay so you want the perch no 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 i'm asking you what is perch like like what type of fish is that perch is fish okay i'm aware of that yeah and tilapia is fish yes okay i'm aware of that as well i am asking you what is the difference between the two i've had tilapia fish i've had um like i, I basically want to know like is it like the more white fish like is it like thicker is it thinner like what is it what is the difference between the two and she said i mean they just one is bigger than the other Girl, that is a horrible answer. <laughs> like, there's tilapia that's bigger than, like, one piece of tilapia can be bigger than another piece of tilapia. Like, that was, like, don't you work here? Like, is it your first day? Like, have you never gotten this question before? Whatever. So I just ordered some fish and chicken. And it was a good experience. And it was the cheapest food I bought the entire time here. And I would do it again. And I guess if the hood is where I have to go, I'll... I'll make it quick because I know none of these people standing outside. All right. Okay. Yeah. So that was that on that end of the food portion of it. Yeah. At the end of all of it, I noticed. So with my comparative analysis, you know, I tried to take a look at the weather, the traffic, the food, the shopping, the people. I compared all of it. And at the end of the day, I asked myself the question, would I ever move here or would I come in vacation here again 
And I would definitely vacation here again. My travel plans would be different, of course, and I would stay at another hotel. But I do believe that I could never live here. I do appreciate the Midwest a little bit more and it doesn't move as fast. And um, just the people are overall friendlier. Um, but it's no shade. That's just what I'm used to. And the people that live in Atlanta probably feel like everybody's friendly here. So nobody was rude to me, but they are like, this store is closed. This restaurant is closed. You need to get out. Nope. This is our policy for the hotel. Nope. We ain't making no exceptions. So that was that. Um, I definitely wouldn't move here, but I would visit again and I appreciate my home state more. Um, definitely. And I'll just have to stay tuned for what our next vacation entails. All right. Okay. Yeah. Y'all hit me up on social media. Let me know y'all experiences personally with vacationing in Atlanta. Okay. So just to do a quick wrap up here at the end, um, of course, just like before, I'm going to end it with a few little quick moments, starting with our first media moment. I'm just going to do one this week. Um, it has been in the news that Kanye West has gotten married again. It was apparently someone that um, was like working for him in his company for a while. Supposedly, it is somebody that looks just like his ex-wife, <gasps> Kim Kardashian. She is basically her doppelganger, and it is um, also rumors out there that he had the ceremony, but he's not like real life married to her, but he had like a wedding. So I'm not sure about the validity of that story as far as him being legally married or not, but a lot of people think it's odd that he married somebody that looked just like his ex-wife. Well, obviously it's not. That's his way of saying he's not over her. So he's just going to go get another version of her. So, you know, we'll see how this works out. But that's the latest in media moments. All right. Moving forward. Streaming. Um, so just wanted to put it out there. Um, the new house party. So I know a lot of y'all are like myself are used to, to the classic house party uh, with kid and play um, you know Pam and Gina from Martin and it was a great movie okay um, so now they've recreated that I know like two of the main characters in the movie um, one of them being DC Young Fly and he plays the DJ in the movie and then Jacob Lattimore which he's also from The Shy. He is in the movie. He's one of the main characters. I watched the interview of theirs. It's out in theaters now. They said that it, they thought it was great and everything turned out well. So I do want to go and see that. Um, and I will let y'all know my thoughts when I do one of my review podcasts. So stay tuned for that. Also, speaking of Jacob Lattimore on that same interview, since we are in streaming moments um, or streaming news, um, he is actively recording season six of The Shy. Yes, that is in the works. So another season of that will be coming. So I am very excited about that. And hopefully we hear about a release date sometime this year. And then very last in streaming news would be Abbott Elementary. So yeah, I talked about Abbott Elementary on my last podcast. Y'all should really listen to me. I told y'all that is like one of the most awkwardly funny shows that is on TV right now. And 
It is comes on ABC. I watch it through YouTube TV, but it's also on Hulu. If you're not watching it, please go and watch it. Like, y'all, not only did they get like NAACP awards, like um, I believe it was in 2022, but now the Golden Globes, they like stacked up, took home a bunch of awards. Quita Brunson is one of the main characters in the show, and she's also the writer of the show, and she took home more awards, y'all. It is amazing. Cheryl Lee Ralph, she took home, um, like, she's a part of the cast. Um, she was on the red carpet there. She had a little shady comment, y'all. I, I don't even got time for it. I will get into it on my review podcast, but I was all here for it, and I loved it, y'all. So, definitely, They stacked up. It is worth it. I promise you, listen to me. Go and watch that show. So now to end it all off with our music streaming. Of course, been super busy with traveling and getting ready for the trip. So haven't had a lot of time to listen to music. But I do listen to the music when I go and travel in other states. So what I've been listening to is the Atlanta radio stations. And they have like five different like... um, like R&B or hip hop, like what people would, would um, consider like the black radio stations. They have like several of them. Whereas at home, we have two. <laughs> so that was an interesting experience. But even on some of their stations, they still will play like year, like two, like early 2000s, like hits. Like um, if it was a great song, they're not going to say it's old. They will play Young Jock. They play all kinds of stuff. And it just got me like really hype and excited because I remember like, you know, my age at that time, whether I was in high school or like the beginning of college, like it was great to listen to. So I've been listening to like early 2000s um, turn up music and it just gets me every time. So, yeah, y'all let me know what y'all listening to, what I should be listening to. Please share all your thoughts with me about today's episode or um, if you want me to talk about anything specific in the future. It has been great. Uh, I will be back again next week. Please be sure to tune in to Excuse Me, I'm Speaking and follow me on Instagram at sheistwinkle1 and be sure to leave a voice message through the Anchor Podcast and I will see you guys soon. Holla. Peace. Love you.